What a remarkable day on Sunday, was it not? Just precious. Completely otherworldly. The video that we showed, I told you I was going to do 30 minutes and then uh, I never could. The Lord wouldn't let me stop it. So we watched the whole thing. We're going to release that tonight on Facebook to go uh, to go um, to be able to be shared and downloaded or whatever you want to do. Let me encourage you that when that does happen, share it. Just hit the hit the share button because you never know who could really get, uh, gain a lot of uh, encouragement and strength by watching that and build their faith to be here to get into the room. It's precious. Let's never take for granted what he's doing. God's a movie. I saw today Baylor University. Did you see what happened out there? Amber, I think you shared that. Baylor University students, hundreds if not thousands of students out in the courtyard crying out for a move of God. Yeah. Jolene, where are you, Jolene? Jolene, where are you? Come here and share what you shared with me very quickly what is happening in the state of Washington in one of the high schools. Listen to this. I saw on Facebook someone had posted at a high school in Federal Way, Washington. There was a young man, I would assume to be a senior, in one of the classrooms. And he was calling all of those to raise their hands and receive salvation from the Lord. It was just, it was beautiful. Right there in the middle of the, in the middle of the, I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. The, the boldness that's going to come in our young people. And the thing about it is our society, the culture will tell you we, that that has no place in the public arena. Young people are finding out that social media, the alternative lifestyles, the drugs, the whatever, um, is not fulfilling them. And they're listening to, they'll listen to every voice. And the devil has told the church, be quiet, sit down, keep it polite. But there are kids aching for the truth that they're not getting from their youth pastors, they're not getting from the local churches. And God's going to raise up something, a, ro- a, a, a rogue, a rogue young lady and a young man full of God, and they'll stand up. Even if they get expelled, they'll, they'll do it because God tells them to. I'm going to tell you, I heard, I heard in my spirit, Harvard University. Harvard, that once was birthed in revival fire. Can you imagine? Because there's some, there's some, there's a remnant there. Can you imagine one of those students standing up and declaring? They'll, they'll be, they'll be persecuted. They will be um, physically assaulted. But, but every time that happens, the power of God increases and the influence of the gospel goes forth. I'm telling you, I feel it in the Holy. Uh, Jolene asked me, do I feel anything or have 
have I heard anything else about Dawson County in my spirit? I said, no, I haven't heard, but what I'm sensing is the first wave, the first impression of the Spirit of God moving into the high school. I just sense it in my spirit that, that it's just the beginning. It's the, it's, it's the moment of the beginning. I, wouldn't, I would not be surprised within the three, four uh, weeks that there is a disturbance there in, in, in a high-level spiritual way, in a spiritual way. So let's keep pressing into that, all right? Because our prayers are making a difference. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Joel, come here real quick. Joel Crumpton and Larry and Kay, I know that two of you are headed to India in April. Joel is heading to Africa in the next few uh, weeks. I want him just to take about a minute to talk about what he's going to do. Larry, you and Kay, or one of you, come on up here. Huh? I know, do it real quick. Well, uh, we're going to uh, Guinea-Bissau. We're going to have a uh, huge, actually two mass gospel crusades. Uh, the, The country is ready for the gospel. There's only about two million people in the whole nation, and we're aiming at a million of them. We really are. We really are going to do that. Well, when we get there, we're going to. Uh, there's, there'll be a four-day. When I get there, there'll be a four-day uh, mass uh, crusade in the capital city of Bissau. They're expecting maybe 100 to 200. You don't know. And these big things, 100 to 200,000 people. Uh, then, and I'll be participating some in that. And then uh, for 10 days, we're going to do street evangelism. We do what we call a gospel invasion of the nation. We're going to all the villages, the schools, the public arena, to the military. We're going everywhere, preaching the gospel, healing the sick, casting out demons, and stirring up uh, or breaking the strongholds over the nation. We've been in a major prayer initiative over this, and then I'm going to be helping to preach for another four-day aftermath crusade, and uh, we're expecting just hundreds of thousands of people to to respond and get right with God. All right. When are you leaving? When are you leaving? All right, 28th of March. So that's just a month away. Larry, you and Kay. Um, yes, sir. We're uh, Kay and I are leaving April 12th for uh, India. We'll be on on the ground there about 10 days, I think, nine or 10 days. Um, the thrust of the trip is uh, the main point of the trip is. Uh, three-day outdoor uh, gospel crusade. The ministry there that we work with has identified an area where they believe uh, they can reach out to 40 to 50 small villages. It's in an area they've not worked before. The ministry's been there a long time, but it's in an area they've not worked before. So they're going to get their pastors on the ground and stir up interest in about 40 to 50 villages, they say it's an area that largely has been unreached by the gospel. So we're excited to do an outdoor crusade there. That's That'll be our first true outdoor crusade on a, on a large scale. So pray for us. Uh, we need a word from the Lord to take to them. It's it's uh, humbling, really, when you think about, you know, what what would you say? But more than what we say, is what the Holy Spirit does uh, during those those three days and nights. So, pray for us. We we would really we covet your prayers, need your prayers, appreciate your prayers. I'll just stay right there. So, um, you know, Sunday night it was kind of unusual on what happened when we decided to give the offering to Bishop on Sunday night. Uh, 
of, um, of up to $50,000. And then Jeremiah Johnson stood up and said he'd give the 10 and took the mic and just raised the money, you know. And it was just a kingdom thing. And, and so that offering right now is somewhere around, let's see, um, around $70,000. Yeah, right around $70,000 for that. So we're, we're going to give about 55 of that to uh, Bishop. And what I'd like to do is to sow into these two an additional, what we took over, because we said anything over, we're going to sow and I don't think of anybody else better. We're just going to give $5,000 to this trip and $5,000 to that trip just out of what you guys gave on Sunday. Come on, let's give God glory. Yeah. My Lord. And and that just, that may pay for their airfare. What's your airfare, Larry? It's $27,000, a piece. What is it? What's your airfare? $25,000 for the crusade and other ministries. So the $5,000 is just a, a dent in that. And so, you know, they have other partners they'll be asking to, to help with that. But I've just felt like it was important for us as a church to bless our people that are, are doing it, not total strangers, but these two, you know, with Pat and Joel and, and Larry and Kay and what they do means so much. And uh, so we'll at least give that much. Maybe more as the time comes, but at least the $5,000. Just wanted to let you know that's what you did. All right, let's give God glory. Amen. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Thank you guys. Uh, come here, right here. Um, I want to introduce, uh, let her introduce to you just very quick. I got about a minute and a half. Can you do it in a minute and a half? Yeah, you're a mom. You can talk fast. Where are you from? Connecticut. Canale student? Yes, Canale one. Canale, love it. Love it. it. I love it, love it, love it. What happened? You were here for our celebration of our five years. You and your, um, did you come with your family or were you by yourself? I've just been here by myself for the week, having a mama retreat by myself. It's been glorious. God's moving in Connecticut. Powerfully, yes. Uh, we have a, a nice conservative movement starting to happen, uh, but we definitely need some of this revival fire. My family and I can't get enough of this house. We're here a couple times a year as much as we can be and try to take it back with us. And we tell everyone about you guys. We tune into all your services. So you are very much in New England with us, uh, a, a big, huge part of us. And, and we tell them there's just something different about this place. There's just something different here. And the spirit, it's like if God has a footstool on earth, it's Dawsonville. It's right here. And, and uh, the kindness that you guys give us, the, the love, the excitement, just all the way back. I was telling Pastor, just all the way back to how you guys pray for us behind stage, how prophetically you are before we get into the tank. You know, we were here in June, and they spent an hour with us over here before the tank and inside. Eight, eight of us, 16 of us came down. Eight of us were baptized. We saw some mighty miracles in our family at that time. Uh, my husband and daughter and son-in-law were here two weeks ago and in the tank over here with Pastor Marty. That was a powerful time. And on Sunday night, really, really powerful time with me in the tank that I, I really needed to know that God heard me for me and saw me for me, not just as a mama of 14, you know, and um, just. No, wait, 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 listen. That just kind of went <laughs> right. You, that was just like, okay. 
Let me take a breath. Yes, I'm a mama of 14, three in heaven actually, so I'm mom of 17, but yeah, and some grandkids and spouses, but but you guys have touched us. We've, we've seen massive physical healings, and uh, I was telling Pastor the other night that my daughter was healed of Lyme disease in the pool, and... Um, she said that Lyme disease is, is pretty prevalent in, in New England, right? It is, and, and I don't know how many ticks you guys have here, how you deal with it. I'm from Ohio, and in Ohio, you just pick off a tick and you don't think about it. In New England, it's a big deal. If you see a, pick, a, a tick on you, you document it. You put it in a bag, you document what time, what day, where you found it at, what it was. You pay attention to symptoms because they're wicked little bacteria and they're little spirochettes and they burrow down into your um, tissues and they hide and they manifest as something else. And there's a lot of misdiagnosis, like sometimes, you know, dementia, fibromyalgia, MS, uh, all the chronic fatigue syndrome, mental health issues, schizophrenia, all these different things can come out as a result of it or they'll misdiagnose them. And so as they're being misdiagnosed, they're not receiving the proper treatment that they need. And so in my daughter, she got it when she was six. She was healed over here when she was 11. And so in her, her symptoms were mostly um, migraine headaches, uh, joint pain. She would just chronic fatigue that because she'd be fine one minute and then just collapse in the floor with exhaustion the next minute. Like I was telling you, you can't play her back to back two quarters in a soccer game because she'll collapse. Um, you know, I would have to, to create like a coconut oil or copaiba oil mixture and massage her legs for an hour to get her to calm down because her legs would just be, she'd be writhing in pain. Um, but the worst thing about Lyme is that it hides. So there's times when, like when I got her tested, I just got her tested because my mama got, told me to get her tested. And, um, but she was in remission at that time. She wasn't really having any symptoms, but that's what it does is it hides and then it, it wreaks havoc in your system. It affects your, your nerves, your brain, all of your organs. It shuts down and how it affects you is different than how it affects me and how it affects you. And it's at a cellular level. And so that's why it's so hard for them to diagnose. And so outwardly, even though we saw these symptoms, she wasn't as, she didn't look very sick. And so I, I thought, well, it'll show that it had some, she had some Lyme, but it won't be anything big. My naturopath called me and she said, Sabrina, she has to start treatment today. She's very, very sick. She's got, multi, she's got Lyme disease and multiple co-infections. She's got to take these 21 pill a day regimen. She's going to be on this strict regimen for a year. It's going to increase. She's going to go through this Herx, you know, you Herx. That's where, you, you know, where it dies off and it, it rebels as it dies off and things like that. And so she was very, very sick. And, and it was interesting. I was telling Pastor, as we came down here, we saw a woman in a wheelchair back to week 229 watch it was Skylar in a wheelchair we watched her wheel around I don't know her I don't know how she's doing but what we saw with our eyes was that she was carried into that tank and Pastor Marty you might remember and he gave her the mic and she talked and you couldn't tell what she was saying it sounded like moans he said Skylar I want you to know God heard every word of that and he wants to heal you tonight and he he baptized her and she by the end of it she was praising God and walked out and that so my girls were over here. My twins were over here watching it. And Anna, which is the one who was sick, she was. She just thought, well, if he can do that for her, if he can take her out of a heel chair, I mean, a wheelchair, then nothing. I mean, Lyme is nothing, right? And so she just had this faith. You could not convince her otherwise. She had this faith. God's going to meet me in the water, and I'm going to be healed. And what is there to talk about? And so we got into the, the water, and they were so great with her over there and praying for them. And she came up, and, and on the way home, she said, okay, Mom, does this mean I don't have to take my pills anymore because I'm healed, you know? And um, so when we got back home, uh, I, got, I went to the naturopath and I said, this all sounds crazy, but this is what happens. And I stopped the treatment while we were on the trip and, you know, and, and can you just test her again? And so she tested her again, expensive test, um, insurance doesn't cover it, but we tested her again. 
And she called me because I was keeping track of it. And I'm like, okay, well, the antibodies, I wanted them all to read zero, and they didn't. I didn't know antibodies take a while. Um, but she said, Sabrina, I want you to know that she can come off of treatment. I don't see any reason to continue. She hasn't had symptoms since she stepped foot in that pool. That was June 26th. She's had no, no Lyme symptoms. And she said there's no reason to continue her treatment. We're going to stand with her healing that she's healed. So. husband also, I'm sorry, my husband also had a huge healing that night. He had this uh, nasal fissure in his um, face. It's about as white as a straw. It was a hole. A tooth grew into that when he was in early college years. They had to take that out, and then it kept filling up with cysts and coming back and filling up with cysts and coming back, and he had seen all these specialists, and they had said, there's nothing else we can do for you. You have two options. One, you continue to live with it, and it's going to have the pain and swell up and drain as it wants to. The other option is we can do a surgery that's experimental. We don't know if it will work or not, 50-50 chance, but we're going to use cadaver bone and put that in your face. I'm thinking, absolutely not. Is cadaver bone going in my handsome man's face? Um, we'll just stand on the healing. Thank you very much. And so we came down here, and he prayed for that. And um, it was interesting because when he went back to the dentist about a week later after we got back, she took her normal pictures, and it is gone. Not only is it gone, it is closed, and it is as if new bone grew, and they can't explain it other than it was here. for hosting. I mean, there was other things. I mean, my daughter came back to the Lord. Her fiance got saved that night. They're powerfully serving the Lord. I mean, it's been a ripple effect with us. And I just want you guys to know that as you're feeding into us, we're feeding in there. We're ministry leaders. We've been forever and we're with our churches and we're, we're, you know, we are an extension of you by, by name, because you guys say all the time, I hear you guys say that what happens here happens to us and I claim it. And so when you say, make me an, don't make us a church of attenders, make us an army we can use. I say, that's my family, Lord. That's my church. Lord. And so you guys are very much a part of us. And I just thank you for being obedient to the Lord and pouring into us. seen this my entire life and I'd have never known about this unless we had not had a conversation Sunday night how many thousands more are just like this thank you church family thank you church family you know up on the screen I just I want you to look at that that was in July coming up on a year if you'll sustain this level of prayer I'll do this continuously balls in our court Let's keep contending. Let's keep wrestling. Wow. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sunday night was amazing. Um, the move of God that's going on around the world, many of you noticed this and seen this about the Grammys uh, on February the 5th of how it was just completely satanic freak show. The devil doesn't know how to play his cards and his hands well. Because the more obvious he becomes, the more agitated the church becomes, the more desperate. This was February the 5th, and this was February the 8th. Can somebody say three days later? All right, you let the devil and those people have their little plaything. It's moving us to this. It is spreading all over the country. Well, so I want you to get ready for a surge of more and more people. When more and more people come, it's going to require more and more of us. And I know some of you are already giving all you can. Find your rhythm. Your family, find your rhythm of the revival. You hear what I'm saying? Just find the rhythm and contribute to that as you can. All right? We don't need anybody to die. Find your rhythm. We're believing God for, for reinforcements and replacements. Amen right there. Just But participate. Don't just back. I, know you, I don't know why I'm saying this. I'm preaching to the choir. Don't back out of it. Find your rhythm. And run your pace. But run. Okay. Is that good? Everybody all right? Let's give God glory. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. So uh, we're thankful for what the Lord. I've got, I've got three minutes. Got to get you in the Word. Come on. We, that's, it, yeah, we got to do that too. I know it. But we've had the Word all night. Is it not? I mean, it's in demonstration, right? It's, it's in demonstra- demonstration. It's, Demonstration. <laughs> Y'all help me. I'll be in Charleston on Friday night and Saturday night. Driving from 10 o'clock till early morning to get back for Sunday morning church. I tried to get out of that, um, having it on Saturday night, but they wouldn't have it any other way. So I just need y'all to pray. I'll be driving all night long. Let me tell you what I got right here. Where's that other thing? Yeah. I'm holding something really cool in my hand. I've got a book from our very own Pastor Marty Derek Hyde. I can't. Yes, called Echo Heaven. Secrets to hearing God's voice and receiving words of knowledge. This is going to be available on Sunday, not tonight, not tonight, but Sunday. You're going to want to get your copy. Pastor Marty be in the uh, lobby. And um, it's already dated on the back because it said 29,000 people have been baptized. We're over the 31,000 mark right now, aren't we, Pastor Sherry? But praise God. Isn't that great? Isn't that beautiful? So everybody, make sure you get a copy of, of, of this. 
and uh, give that back to him. And then I'm going to get my copy signed on Sunday. Praise his holy name. Finney, Charles Finney had Father Nash that went before him to pray. And there would be times that Finney would send word to Nash, is it time for me to come to the city, the new crusade site? And Father Nash would send word to him, not yet. There are reports that Father Nash would go to the city that Finney was to be at at a later date and find two or three men that had a like spirit and were hungry for God. And he'd find those local men and then they would isolate themselves sometimes for days. One time, Father Nash joined with two other men and they rented out a home or the cellar of a home and they spent days in the cellar. The homeowner got so worried that they thought they had died down there because they kept hearing groanings. People like they were in pain. Word got to Finney that it was time for him to come. He comes to the house. The lady greets Finney at the door and says, there's something tragically wrong with those men down there. They're dying. Something's wrong. And Finney just looked at him and said, no, they're just giving birth to a revival, to this move. I want to say thank you for birthing and continuing to travail. Because of that, there's a girl that no longer will have to deal with Lyme disease, Pastor Sherry. A hole has filled up in their mouth. I don't know how much DNA has been changed in peoples in those waters. And I just want to thank you guys for that. Spurgeon had the bowler room. The Hebrides revival had a blind lady and a lady that was bent over at the age of 84 and 82. The Welsh revival. Evan Roberts prayed for 13 years for a move of God. And his prayer was this, Lord, bend me. Bend me. 13 years. Prayer meeting. Five days a week. The second great awakening had Jeremiah Lanfear, the noontime prayer meeting. Brownsville had a two-year prayer effort. Asbury had a prayer movement as well. Culminated in a man getting up and repenting publicly of his sins. God fell. We will not venture off of this path. They will drag my dead, cold body from this room we ever get off the pathway of humility and brokenness and prayer. We'll have moments of stupidity, I'm sure, from time to time. But we will not venture far from this path if ever. If my people, here's a scripture, who are called by my name, 
humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from sin. I will heal. I'll forgive. And I'll take care of that land. I'll heal. I'll hear. I'll forgive. And I'll heal. This is our trajectory. This is it. This is our path. This is our life. This is it. And I'm praying, God, please send us people from the north, south, east, and west to help us. Embrace the climb. We, we may not all climb at the same pace, but let's all climb. Embrace it. He's going to ask unusually, unusual things from us. I said $10,000 Sunday night before I realized what I said. You ever done that? Yep. But I knew it was God. Yep. I hadn't regretted it at all. Because I know what He's going to do with that in that man's life and in my life. He's going to ask highly unusual things from us. Go on a trip. Lord, I go on a trip. Go to India, go to Africa, go to Haiti, go to Honduras. Just obey. Just have a predetermined yes. All right, are we okay? Eyes not seen, Landon, what he's going to do through you and in you and upon you. All of us. Embrace it. Jeremiah Johnson will be here Friday night, Sunday night. I'll be in Charleston Saturday, Friday night. Um, he's locked and loaded. He's ready. Amen. Karen, you got anything you need to say, baby? You okay? Okay, okay. An offering? Yeah, thank you. We need to receive that offering. Thank you all. Let's do it. Ushers, come forward. I felt the Lord turning the page on Sunday. Sunday was actually a new page to the next five.
Saturday night praying.